This year, I am focused on saving and investing, but I still want to do things like travel. NerdWallet lets you compare top travel credit cards side-by-side to maximize your spending, some even offering 10 times points on your spending, which means you could end up with a free flight or maybe a better hotel room. So what could future you do with smarter financial decisions? Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. We're so excited to introduce you to Great Jones. Great Jones makes high-quality, thoughtfully designed cookware that's so stunning, you won't want to put it away. They have everything from Dutch ovens to ceramic dishes to non-stick sheet pans. They've got everything you want. I have the Saucy, which is a terrific saucepan. It has curved sides. It has a pouring spout. It has a lid. And it looks so elegant. It's really a pleasure just to look at it on the counter, even before we're using it. Yes, I love all the colors. Yeah. They make stunning gifts that are actually useful. Weddings, housewarming parties, birthdays. It's the perfect gift for the foodie in your life. So upgrade your kitchen and replace those old rusted hand-me-downs with bold, beautiful, long-lasting pieces from Great Jones. Get started today at greatjones.com and get an extra 15% off your first order with promo code HAPPIER. That's greatjones.com, promo code HAPPIER. Hello and welcome to Happier, a podcast where we talk about strategies and tips for how to build happier habits into our daily lives. This week, as part of our Five Senses countdown to the publication of my new book, Life in Five Senses, we'll talk about why you might indulge in a nostalgia smell, and we'll share listeners' ingenious ideas for fun, gentle April Fool's Day pranks. I'm Gretchen Rubin, a writer who studies happiness, good habits, the five senses. I am here in my little office in New York City, and joining me today from Los Angeles is my sister, Elizabeth Kraft. And Elizabeth, I wish we had a way to evoke the smell of our grandmother's kitchens in North Platte, Nebraska. That's me, Elizabeth Kraft, a TV writer and producer living in LA. And Gretchen, I feel like I can smell it. Right now, even though I can't, but I feel like I can. I know. It's just enough to call it into your mind. Now, before we launch in, take the five senses quiz. I am so excited about this quiz. Kind of had a hiccup because so many people took the quiz the minute the word got out that the quiz got slowed down and had a hiccup. That's all fixed now because people are spreading themselves out. But it has been so fun to see how many people are taking the quiz and what their response is. It seems like most people's response is, this is really interesting. Now that I know this, it makes sense, but I didn't quite realize it before, which I think is a great self-knowledge quiz where you feel like, oh, yeah, that rings true, but I didn't quite realize it before. Yes. The quiz is so much fun, Gretch. I was one of those people that tried to take it right away, but now it's all working. And it's just just fun to examine yourself for a minute and see what you get. Yeah. So you can find it at GretchenRubin.com slash quiz. But yeah, it was, it's funny. A lot of times when people ask about the quiz, like I worked with this brilliant team to design the questions of the quiz, the, how you would do the scoring of the quiz and then how it looks just like the graphic design. We want it to be so luscious. 
But it's funny because yeah. people often assume that the background sorting of the answers is the hard part. And I'm like, no, it's the questions that are the hard part. Yeah. That's the yeah. hardest part. It's like, what are you looking yeah. for? What are you trying to find out? And then how, how do you get an authentic how do you, answer? Yes, like, in, in, without asking 100 questions. And in a way that yeah. lots of people can identify with. It was like, it took many, 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 many. I have hundreds, not hundreds, but dozens of questions that didn't make the cut. Because for whatever reason, they didn't work. So anyway, go to GretchenRubin.com slash quiz. Take the quiz. Let us know what you find out. It's so fun to do this as part of the countdown to Life in Five Senses. Yes, Gretch, it's less than a month away. We want to remind everyone, please pre-order the book. And, you know, some people might think, well, I've bought Gretchen's other yeah. books. Why do I need this one? This one is very yes. different. It's it's new yeah. stuff. No, I think it's it's funny say. because I think people are like, well, I listen to the podcast. What more can there be? But, I mean, Alyssa, I remember you saying to me, like, wow, I didn't know you were thinking about all these things. And I'm like, well, if anybody would know, Alyssa, yes. would be you. <laughs> I, I know. We spend so much time in very, each other's yes. heads and ears. And eyes. But yeah, so even even for you, it was new stuff. Yes. Yes. So GretchenRubin.com, pre-order early and often. I really do appreciate it. It is really the greatest way to support a book because pre-orders are just so important to a book success. So thank you and gold star to everyone who has already pre-ordered. Believe me, I know because they, they tell me. Um, but this <laughs> week, the Try This at Home, I love this one is to indulge in a nostalgia smell. Yeah, so Gretchen, talk about one that you indulged in recently. Yeah, so we all know the power of the five senses to recall memories. All of the senses are very powerful. These are often called Proustian memories because of Marcel Proust writing about how eating a Madeleine cookie brought back all these memories from the past for him. There does seem to be a special power for many people in the power of smell. And I have to say that for me, one thing that I did just for nostalgia smell, and Alyssa, I'm sure you remember this period in my life, when my signature perfume was tea rose. Oh, yes. I think that was high school and college. It was high school, and then I got away from it. And then my senior year, it was like my signature perfume. So, yes, it was senior year of high school, senior year of college, most... Is most distinctive. The thing about tea rose is it is a beautiful smell, but it it is a strong smell. And I think these days, perfume in general, a lot of people don't wear. I just really wear perfume at night when it's just me and my family. So I I wouldn't wear tea rose out and about. But then I was like, but I love tea rose. I could wear it at night. I could just wear it when I'm around the house. And it brings back so many happy memories. So I was like, I'm going to splurge on a big bottle of tea rose and I love it. Well, my equivalent, Gretchen, of that would be Anais Anais, I think is how you say it. That was the perfume of my youth. I mean, everybody wore it. That was Angel. Yeah, everybody wore it. Which now seems like a funny idea that everyone would wear the same perfume. Because part of the idea of perfume is you should kind of have your own signature scent, but everybody in my class wore it. And so if I smell that, it's like instant. I am in ninth grade. Yes. Even seeing the bottle, oh, it had a very distinctive label with a sort of gauzy, yes. very washed out pest. Yes. Feminine. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, another one, and, and it doesn't have to be a perfume, and a nostalgia smell could be something else. Like for me, a smell that I absolutely love is Johnson's Baby Lotion, which makes me think of my daughter's childhood. But it's also, it, so it's a nostalgia smell, but it's also just a smell that I love. 
And I like a thicker lotion because my skin is so dry. But I recently bought a travel size one just to smell it. I don't even use the lotion. I just smell it. But then I was thinking, hey, because it is a little more liquidy, maybe this would be really good for my hand lotion warmer. Ah, my gift to you. Yes, it's like such a sensory indulgence. Boy, if you have never had a lotion warmer, it sounds so decadent, and it is decadent. It's such a treat. It totally has changed my shower experience because I love my, my hand lotion warmer so much. But I was thinking Johnson's would be perfect for that. How about anything else for you, Elizabeth? Well, Gretchen, there's also, there's a company that makes what they call homesick yes. candles. I gave you yes. one. I think a Missouri one. Absolutely. So they have them for all the states, but then they also have things that are called like birthday party mm. and beach cottage and lake living and gone hiking to evoke the sense, which I thought that is such a fun yes. idea for a candle. Yes. There was one I was looking at that's called road trip. Mm-hmm. And it says, cruise down the highway with open windows, inviting in hot air and cool breezes, leather seats, and a car freshener in the rearview mirror. And then the scents in that, they said, are top notes of lime, leather, and marine, Mm. mid notes of fresh air and cedarwood, and then base notes of amber and jasmine. And I just thought that was so clever. Yeah, because sometimes we think of things as needing to be perfumey, but sometimes it's just a smell that you enjoy. Like, I wish I could buy a bottle of my summer camp that would just evoke camp. And they do have Gretchen Girl Scout camp as well. I should try it because maybe, maybe camp is basically camp. But this reminds me of sort of a related thing. This is not so much nostalgia, but just this idea that things can just be an an interesting or pleasurable smell without feeling like it's an air freshener or it's a fragrance that you're using like as a perfume or something. CB I Hate Perfume, which is this very unconventional perfumer that I really, really, really love, they make these smells and it'll be things like Black March or Burning Leaves. And I remember I have all these little vials and somebody said to me, well, what do you do with it? And I was like, I just put it on a shelf and every once in a while I smell it. I don't do anything with it other than I just smell it. And I think that's enough. You can just smell it. God, there's so m- I wish that um, that company would do our library from growing up, Gretchen. Oh. We were talking about, talk about a nostalgia oh. smell, the smell of the library. I would give anything to smell that again, because it doesn't smell that no, way no, no, now. No, no I write back. about that in Life in Five Senses because of that fountain that it had with like the garden around it. It had a very, very distinctive smell. And I smelled it in an office building that somehow had the same conditions. And it was like the greatest moment of my life. But just, just for people who are interested in kind of the research behind this, it's like things that invoke nostalgia that bring us back to the past. That's actually can be very good for our sense of well-being. It can help us feel more connected to other people. It helps us recall a time and a place and the people who, who matter to us so we feel less lonely. Elizabeth, just reminiscing together, that brings us closer. These are memories that you and I share. We share the memory of the Kansas City Public Library, what it was like when we were young. And then it also gives us a sense of continuity because it's like I smell baby lotion now and that reminds me of when my children were little. And then also when I was young myself, I mean, Johnson's baby lotion, that's a through line. So even though nostalgia is kind of by definition sort of bitter and sweet together, 
But it turns out that for most people, the positive does tend to over outweigh the negative. And so tapping into the sense of smell is a way to tap into that, the beauty of nostalgia. Yeah. And actually unlock memories that you don't know oh, you have. That, I mean, you think you wouldn't have any idea you remembered something until you have yes. that smell. And then suddenly you're back and you're doing it and it comes full force back to the proust yeah. of it all. Well, and I think that's why people seem to think that that smell has particular power. I think all five senses have pa that power. But I think it's also because it, it, it comes on us unawares. Mm. All of a sudden, just something invisible just washes over you. And all of a sudden, you're transported back to something that you didn't remember, like the smell of the department store that we went to when we were young or the smell of a particular lunch that they served in grade school cafeteria or whatever, you're not expecting it. And all of a sudden you zoom back to this memory that you forgot you had. It, it, it is, it's remarkable. It's wonderful. I'm so curious to know what people will choose as their nostalgia smells. I bet people have very, very funny things. Just like we want to go back oh, and smell yes. a library. I mean, I wonder what people want to go back and yes. smell. Well, I could buy, for instance, if I was indulging in a smell, I could buy a Pop-Tart because that's very much a smell of my childhood. Then I would probably eat okay, the Pop-Tart. Okay, so I'll tell you what I did. Okay, you Kansas Cityans out there, Topsy's popcorn. So we got a tin of Topsy's popcorn and I thought, oh my goodness, the smell of this popcorn is so precious to me that in this box right behind me, I have little Ziploc bags of cinnamon corn, cheese popcorn, and the caramel corn. And every once in a while, I just smell it because nothing takes me back to, oh I mean, the gosh. smell of Topsies. It's just so powerful. It's fudge oh. and popcorn and Slushies something chemical. And, oh my gosh. Oh my <laughs> gosh. So true. So again, we're talking about smell. Maybe you haven't thought about smell that much. Maybe when you took the quiz and the five senses quiz, your most neglected sense turned out to be the sense of smell. So this is a way maybe to lean into that because the idea of identifying your neglected sense is that it's low-hanging fruit for you to find new ways to find pleasure and memories and connection and fun and calm and focus and all these things through the five senses. There's probably a lot for you to do if, if it's a scent that you tend not to pay much attention to. So this could be particularly interesting, perhaps, for the people who, when they took the quiz, got smell. And again, that's if you go to GretchenRubin.com slash quiz, you can find out what your neglected sense is. So let us know if you do try this and how indulging in a nostalgia smell works for you. Let us know on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. Drop us an email at podcast at GretchenRubin.com. Or as always, you can go to the show notes. This is HappierCast.com slash 423 for everything related to this episode. Coming up, we've got a smell happiness hack, but first this break. The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe without spending a fortune, and luckily I found Quince. Elizabeth, I got the Flow Knit Wide Leg Pant. It's very light. It's perfect for the summer. It packs very easily. I recently went on a trip with my family, and I took it with me, and they were just the thing to wear on a really hot day where I wanted to be covered up, but I wanted something that looked great and also was very comfortable. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. 
Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash Gretchen for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Gretchen to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Gretchen. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and free. And, you know, Elizabeth, I now work with a team and hiring the right people is so important. It's maybe the most important thing. And LinkedIn makes the process of identifying and hiring people easy and intuitive. I know that when I've been hiring for my team, it's hard to find quality candidates to interview. And LinkedIn isn't just a job board. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash Gretchen. That's linkedin.com slash Gretchen to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, Gretchen, it's time for our happiness hack. And this has to do with smell. We're talking about smell today. Well, it's smell or it can be a lot other senses too, but I use smell. So this is a hack for if you are facing the temptation of getting an unhealthy snack when you're tired in mid-afternoon or you're a little bored or you're restless or you just go out in the kitchen and you're sort of opening the fridge, rummaging through the cabinets, wanting to give yourself a little snack. And this is a way that a lot of people give themselves sort of energy or comfort or just from boredom. And we often, when we're in that state, turn to the sense of taste, which can be fine, but for some people, that treat is an unhealthy treat, and they want to change that behavior. And one way, a very fun way to change that behavior is if you're feeling that need to give yourself a sensory kick, pick a different sense, because you're turning to the sense mm. of taste, but you've got other senses. So I tap into the sense of smell. So I will like go smell almond extract, or we have like a little jar of mm. saffron, or fresh grapefruit. And it doesn't have to be something in the kitchen. I could smell fresh towels. I could smell Sharpies. It's just this idea of feeding your senses, kind of giving yourself like a moment of being overwhelmed by a sense. And I don't know if this is because it distracts me Mm. or if it's somehow that it's just, it's a different solution to the problem of wanting to give yourself a little sensory jolt. Yeah, burst. Yeah, Yeah. I don't actually know. I'm going to try this. I've never done this, Scratch. I'm going to try doing this because I am the boredom snacker, the restless snacker, the uh, procrastination snacker. I'm all of it. So definitely. Well, I think part of it's the sensory thing. And then part of it is just the habit. And so sometimes it's easier to like replace one activity with something Mm -hmm. analogous than to just try to stop. And so I think if you're like, oh, I'm rummaging around for something to eat, it could be like, oh, I'll go into my bathroom and smell my Johnson's baby lotion, it substitutes in. So yeah, I find that that really works. So I'm curious to hear other people's response to that, because for me, it's been very, very effective. Maybe light a scented candle. That'd be another thing. We've been talking a lot about scented candles. Yes, exactly. And now we have answers from listeners. We've 
asked people for good ideas for April Fool's pranks, <laughs> easy, gentle, fun pranks, not mean pranks, and easy pranks, not complicated pranks, and ones that tapped into the five senses. But here's the thing. You know what I realized, Elizabeth? All pranks what? are tapping into the five senses because what they do is they oh, they confound true. your senses usually. And so practically all pranks are somehow related to the five senses, which is sort of a fun thing to realize. I loved the creativity and whimsy that people showed. I have several ideas. I don't know what I'm going to unleash on my family, but it was so fun <laughs> to read these suggestions from listeners. Yes. Claire said, a few years ago as an April Fool's for my husband, I turned every piece of clothing he owned inside out in his drawers, closet, everything. I had some time that day, <laughs> apparently. I thought it was hilarious. Him, not so much. This April Fool's joke also doubled as a hack because there were still items of clothing turned inside out when we moved a year later, so he knew he hadn't worn them and donated a bunch of them. Well, we asked for easy pranks. This sounds like pretty yeah. labor-intensive, but as she said, it had like this uh, follow-on benefit. I love that. Yes. This is a sweet one. I bet this would be very popular. Rosie writes, we do dessert before dinner, always pizza and brownies, and my two kids make the brownies now without my help. So they just, they reverse dessert and dinner. That's oh, fun. That's fun. Roxbury19 said, April Fool's joke, cut out the letter E from brown paper, a bunch. Put them in your famous brownie pan, cover with foil, offer treats, warning, it does get mixed reviews. Kids have been known to Oh, cry. because it's brownies. Here's a pound of brownies. Oh, funny. Oh. That is so That's cute. funny. Adrena, who's from Kansas City, love Kansas City pranks. She said, I pulled the most epic April Fool's joke on my husband during the pandemic. He had been complaining about my Amazon purchases. I saved every Amazon package for months and placed a huge stack of packages outside the front door for him to find. When he found the packages, he was so confounded. Then he picked up a package and it was empty, leaving him to fear that the package contents had been stolen from our porch. I was laughing so hard, I couldn't explain that it was an April Fool's. I don't think I'll ever top this one. That's very funny because it's also, I bet he was like hopping yes. mad. Like, what are you doing? Yes. You know, it's like the whole thing is very, very funny. And I love the planning no, that took. that's the long game. Yeah, I'm thinking yes, of mine like the, the night game. before, but that's like, that's planning ahead. Yeah. Crystal said, my mother loved an April Fool's prank. My bed was regularly short-sheeted, <laughs> and one year she cut out cardstock the size of the frosting in my Oreo, open the cookie as you do, <laughs> and then line the cardstock up with the frosting. As I attempted to eat it at the lunch table at school, there was no biting through that <laughs> cookie. Her traditional prank is carefully opening my father's Splenda packets that sit on the kitchen table and replacing the Splenda with salt. She does it every year. He never <laughs> learns and has salted coffee every April 1st. I like the idea of a traditional prank. Works every time. <laughs> yes. And then she says, my go-to has become the spider on the toilet paper. You either draw a spider with a Sharpie or glue a plastic spider on the toilet paper roll so that it faces the wall or the floor. It cannot be seen until your prey goes to pull the paper. <laughs> they do. I mean, I'm laughing. As they do, it appears that the spider is running at them. An unexpected and alarming <laughs> jolt that always gets me a good yelp from the loo. 
Maybe not for those who have a true oh, fear. Okay. Oh my God. That's okay, I'm hilarious. doing that to Eleanor for sure. Yeah. I do a lot of toilet related pranks to Eleanor, I realize. <laughs> um, Bridget says, a fun April Fool's joke that I did as a kid was to switch the bag of cereal into different boxes so that when a family member would pull out one box of cereal, they would find a completely different type landing in their bowl. That is very funny. Yes. Any kind of switcheroo like that is very funny. Yeah. Lindsay said, this is sight in a different way and is still one of my favorites. We put googly eyes on things all around the house and then pretended we had no idea. It was very whimsical. And she sent us a photo of all these googly-eyed toilet, googly-eyed sink, googly-eyed remote control. I have to say... I think the googly eye thing is very underused. I feel like 2023 is going to be my year of embracing the possibilities of the googly eyes. (laughs) So funny. And she had some other ideas. She says, putting a drop of food coloring in the bottom of a glass so that when you get your kid a glass of water, it magically is another color. She says, for smell and taste, toothpaste looks an awfully lot like vanilla frosting. We still laugh about this one in our house. <laughs> well, I do say, like, speaking of like using something to its, to its uh, possibilities, food dye. There are so many fun things you can do with food dye. I've, I've literally never done this one, which is so obvious, but it's a great idea. But I will often, I will often do things with food dye. You do green milk. And I do. Like and that. it's very, it, it's very surprising. And it's so easy if you're looking for things that are, that are very easy. There's a lot of lunch bag ones. So if you're, if you, if your kid takes lunch to school, there's a lot of possibilities. Stephanie said, I made my daughter lunch that was starbursts shaped into baby carrots and other swapped out items. It's been too many years ago now to remember what everything was. It was pretty funny because it all looked so authentic. So that's cute. Yeah. Oh, if you're a little artistic. Yeah. And then another Stephanie says, my dad's visual senses were fooled when his birthday celebration landed on April Fool's Day. We filled a cardboard box with dirt and decorated it just like a cake. (laughs) And then similarly, like swapping out the food, Jennifer said, meatloaf, mashed potato, cupcakes, cake baked in ice cream cones with icing that looks like a regular ice cream cone. So this is like trompe l'oeil with food. Always so fun. Yeah. And then Susan said, substituting sugar for salt and vice versa, swapping mayo for pudding. Ooh, I've never heard of that one. I bet that would work. Shaving cream for whipped cream. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Oh my gosh, gosh. These are so funny. <laughs> I, I, this just makes my day, but I definitely have to do the spider because Adam is afraid of spiders. I got it. I've got to do oh, the spider. It's going to be really, really fun. Okay. Well, we, we'll compare notes before and after. And now we have a, a listener question that is smell related in keeping with our theme. And this comes from Blake. He says, I keep having a big fight with my sister and her boyfriend. They live in a small apartment and it absolutely reeks with the smell of a scented air freshener they use. It's a horrible smell and it also gives me a headache every time I walk in, so I never want to visit. But they say that there's no smell. They act like I'm being very rude and making lame excuses for not wanting to come to their place. I thought that maybe they lost their senses of smell from COVID, so I found ways to test whether they can smell other things and they both both can. So what do I say? This is a very common situation. It's because our nose and our senses really are difference detectors. They aren't meant to give us a constant report on what's happening. They're telling us when something changes because that's when there's opportunity or danger. And so there's something called odor fatigue and you have sensory adaptation. And so you get used to something. And so the people who live in a home cannot smell it the way a guest smells it. So they do not smell it. 
they probably think that air freshener isn't really working and that's why the smell is so strong. But because you are only an occasional visitor, your nose is telling you, hey, there's a smell here. So they don't smell it and you do smell it. So maybe the answer is just explaining the science to them and then they'll get it. Yeah. Gretch, you and I were having this conversation and then I was having a few people over and then I got so worried that my house smelled like dogs uh. um, and then I didn't smell it, that I was lighting candles. I was like, oh, opening doors, like, oh my gosh, what if this smells and I'm not smelling it entirely I possible. worry about that about dog food. I'm like, does my apartment smell like dog food and I just don't know? Now, one of the things is if you go away for a while, when you come back, you will smell it because you, yeah. you're not accustomed to it. You know, I think this must explain cigarettes because now the smell of cigarettes, I I feel like at the faintest whiff of it, I smell it. And I don't like the smell at all. But I was like asking mom, didn't people object to this? Didn't all their clothes like in ye olden days, like didn't they all smell like cigarettes? And she said, nobody ever really talked about it. No, it wasn't that noticeable. And I think they were all just so accustomed to it. It didn't register. Yes, they didn't smell it. Oh, interesting. So I think with this, the only thing to do is just sort of explain to them, trying to be as diplomatic as you can be and just say this is what's going on because if you don't know about this it's surprising i think how strong this effect is so good luck with this blake coming up gretchen gives herself a demerit which is somewhat surprising considering how she usually spends all of her time but first this break this message is sponsored by Greenlight. As your kids get older, some things about parenting get easier. They can dress themselves. They can clean up after themselves, allegedly. Other things don't, like having conversations about money. The fact is, kids won't really know how to manage their money unless they're actually in charge of it. That's where Greenlight can help. Greenlight is a debit card and money app made for families. Parents can send money to their kids and keep an eye on their kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens build money confidence and lifelong financial literacy skills. Yeah, Jack has Greenlight. And one thing I love is that it includes a chores feature where you can set up one-time or recurring chores and reward kids with allowance for a job well done. Gretchen, we used to mow the lawn. How much more motivated would we have been if we'd had funds deposited when we completed the hat chore? Mm-hmm. Sign up for Greenlight today and get your first month free when you go to greenlight.com slash happier. That's greenlight.com slash happier to try Greenlight for free. Greenlight.com slash happier. Gretch, I know from my own experience that baby making is not always simple. There is a lack of knowledge surrounding how to get pregnant. And when you want to conceive, there can be a lack of understanding and resources. Frida Fertility is the only one-stop shop that makes it easier to make a baby with a set of solutions for everything from reproductive health to uh, ovulation tracking to conception aid. Frida is simplifying the journey to parenthood with products that help you go from trying to making a baby. Frida products are innovative, easy to use, and accessible, from ovulation prediction to at-home insemination kits. This is baby making simplified. Find Frida Fertility on Amazon, at Target, and select CVS stores near you. That's Frida Fertility, F-R-I-D-A, Frida Fertility. 
Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Okay, Gretch, we're back with demerits and gold stars. You have a demerit this week. My demerit is that, you know, I think it's because I've had so much going on leading up to my book, is that I haven't been making time to read. And that is just a big mistake for me because it really just starves my soul. And I, I just don't feel like myself if I'm not making time to read. And, you know, the thing is, I never know when I am reading. Like, I always feel like I don't have time to read. And yet I do read. But now I feel like I don't have any time to read and I'm not reading. And so I'm trying to figure that out. I need to make that time to read. You do. I mean, I don't know if people understand how much you read and love love to to read. read, But my one of my main memories of you is growing up, you're always sitting cross-legged on the floor reading a book while you dried your hair. Oh, yeah. I still do that. (laughs) That is, yeah. That is so funny. Is that Um, really a memory you have? Oh, yeah. That is so funny. That is how I think of you, drying your hair and reading so that this girl really likes to read. Yeah. But uh, yes, you do need to But read. again, you absolutely on the theory that sometimes giving uh, giving yourself an official demerit helps you recognize yeah. and pivot, I'm giving myself that demerit. Delicious, what is your gold star? Well, I am giving a gold star to all the mom text chains in my uh, life <laughs> where I can get information that I desperately need about anything. Mm. So I have various mom text chains. And it's amazing to me, like, I can ask anything from, are they supposed to wear something special to school today for this holiday, to where can I get a great quiche, Uh to does anyone know of um, an electrician who works on Sundays? I mean, anything. And within about 15 seconds, I get the answer (laughs) back. It's the most amazing thing. It like has changed my life. And I am grateful to all these moms who are just constantly providing useful information. And hopefully I also provide to them useful information. Well, I think kind of a drive-by hack from this is that, well, this is great that you have this text chain, but I think in life... There are often people who are just know everything about something. Like I have a friend who knows everything about New York City, where to do this, where to do that. And I know somebody else who's got a person. You're like, I need to make my mother's engagement ring into a locket. She'd be like, oh, I got a guy for that. You know what I mean? And so it's just good to know who these people are so you have a source. But here's my question, Elizabeth. With the people on this text chain who are answering or with my people who are like the know-it-alls in a good way, do you think that they get annoyed by the fact that people are constantly lobbing questions at them? Or do you think that they get energized and delighted by their own ability to answer every question? I think people love having an answer. Yeah, I I think those people love it. Now, I also say on this text chain, it's large, Ah. so it's not always the same person. So it's kind of crowdsourcing more than there's one person. Yeah, exactly. Ah, Okay. Yes, crowdsourcing. Oh, that's good. That's good. I feel like the Happier in Hollywood Facebook page acts that way for a lot of people. (laughs) Absolutely. And it's so interesting. This has nothing to do with anything, but if anybody... No, they're like, I can only take a carry-on suitcase to Greece for four days. What should I pack? 
I, I love know. it. It's very, very funny. Yes. So the resource for this week, the super fans list. If you are a super fan, I so appreciate the enthusiasm and support of the super fans. You can go to happiercast.com slash super fan. And I'm going to do an exclusive sale just for my super fans later this week because I do so appreciate the super fans. So if you're thinking about joining, this is a good time if you want to get a bargain. But just in general, I often will ask the super fans, I'll give them like like an early look at something like the quiz or my cover, the jacket of my book, or I'll ask for advice or I'll ask for a little bit of help. So I really do so appreciate the super fans. And Elizabeth, what are we reading? What are you reading? I'm reading The Paris Apartment by Lucy Foley. And I am reading Still Pictures by Janet Malcolm. And that's it for this episode of Happier. Remember to try this at home. Indulge in a nostalgia smell. Let us know if you tried it and what smell worked for you. Thank you to our executive producer, Chuck Reed, and everyone at Cadence 13. Get in touch. Gretchen's on Instagram and TikTok at Gretchen Rubin. And I'm on Instagram at Liz Craft. Our email address is podcast at GretchenRubin.com. And if you like the show, please be sure to tell a friend. That is how most people discover our show. Forward the link. You can just do it right from your podcast app. Just hit share episode. That is how most people discover our show. We really appreciate it. Until next week, I'm Elizabeth Kraft. And I'm Gretchen Rubin. Thanks for joining us. Onward and Upward. Elizabeth, uh, the next time we're together, we should buy a box of strawberry Pop-Tarts just yes. for the, just to, to see them, hold them, smell them, because that was always like the highlight of a trip to the grocery store with grandparents. We never got to yes. eat these well, at home. And I remember they smell differently when they're just out of the box or if you toast <laughs> yes. them. It's like two totally different totally. smells. Totally. Oh, my God. I bet we don't even need to buy them. Just talking about them, I absolutely 100%. I know. Or, my mouth or is Or the watering. cinnamon ones. Ugh, what a smell. Yes. You like the cinnamon ones. From the Onward Project. I don't know about you, but I'm always looking for ways for my son to get involved and give back in our local community. That's why I'm excited to tell you about Student Visionaries of the Year, a campaign by Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, the largest nonprofit organization dedicated to creating a world without blood cancers. Student Visionaries of the Year is a seven-week philanthropic leadership development program for high school students. Participants form strong teams and fundraise in honor of a pediatric blood cancer survivor in their local community. This program is transformative. It not only helps students develop valuable life skills like project management, communication, financial literacy, and entrepreneurship, not to mention it looks great on college applications, but most importantly, is also a chance for them to engage in meaningful work within their community and make a real impact on blood cancer patients and their families. You can learn more about Student Visionaries of the Year or even nominate a student at lls.org students. That's lls.org students.